You are listening to the Mompreneur Mindset Podcast, a space where we empower you to build an aligned business so you can spend less time on the things you think you should be doing in your business and more time with the people you love. I am your host, Gianna Diggs. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the show. So in today's episode, we will be talking about my favorite modality, which is human design and how to use it in your business. So if that's something that you're interested in, or you might be mildly curious about human design, stick around for this episode. So this is part one of two parts. Human design has a lot of information, um, which can also cause overwhelm. So I didn't want to make this episode super long. Um, and again, I didn't want to overwhelm you with information. So I decided to create two parts. So this episode mainly focuses on generators, generator, manifesting generator. Um, so if you're not one of these types, I still think you should listen because it is beneficial information as someone in your life, whether it's a spouse, a child, a parent, um, someone in your life will be a generator or a manifesting generator because it is the most popular type. So let's start with what is the human design system? So I did mention a little bit of information in the introduction episode, but I want to kind of go a little bit more into the founding of it. So I want you to close your eyes and imagine that you were uh, that when you were born, you came with an operating manual um, that guides you in living in a manner that celebrates what makes you unique. That is exactly what the human design system is. And so we call it the science of differentiation. So it's a synthesis of Western astrology, the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah, the chakra system and in quantum physics. And so human design is a system of self-knowledge as defined by our birth data. So that's the time you were born, the, your, your birth date and the place that you were born. So in 1987 on the island of Ibiza, Robert Allen Crocker had a mystical experience with what is known as the voice. Now, some people say he might have been on some psychedelics, but we don't really know how true that is. So over eight days, he channeled what's known as the voice, where it told him that this system was crucial to creating, to helping mankind make vital shifts in consciousness that is vital to our evolution. So Robert Allen Crocker emerged from this experience as a new man with a new name, and his name is now Ra Uru. And from 1987 until his death in 2011, Ra dedicated his life to spreading and empowering the world with this knowledge. So I will note that human design to me has seemed to become a little bit more popular than when I first started learning it, um, which I think could be a good and a bad thing. So the reason why I think it's good is because that means that more people are using the system. They're teaching the system. Um, it creates more access to information. I will say that uh, a lot of inf this information that's not basic, like what we're kind of talking about in, in this podcast episode, is behind a paywall. And um, it's, ex it's an expensive paywall. So more people learning, knowing, sharing is really good because it helps to get the system out into the world. Now, the reason why I said it could be a bad thing is because it also is different people that are teaching it. Um, and you have to be careful about who you're kind of learning this information from. Um, I, they do say that 
which I do believe that human design is an experiment. And so because it's an experiment, you decide what information is true for you and what information isn't. Um, you know, no one else can tell you, well, you're this type. And so that means this, this, and this. And if you don't resonate with that, um, some of it could be conditioning, but other times it, you know, you go with what feels good to you. Um, it is an experiment. So you, you can experiment with what's good and um, you experiment with, you know, things that you're not sure of, right? That's why they call it an experiment. But yeah, I, um, I, I do think that you have to discern who you're taking information from. So that's my little you know, soapbox moment for today. <laughs> so now in reference to your business, um, there are many areas in your body graph that we can focus on, but for purposes of time and of course, overwhelm, I'm going to focus on what I call the big three. So if you're familiar with astrology, there is the big three, which is your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising or ascendant sign, right? So in human design, your big three is your type, your strategy, and your authority, right? Any human design expert that you come across will tell you that mastering your strategy and your authority, your strategy comes from your type. So those two are kind of together will help you to embody any of the other parts of your chart. So before we begin, um, I want you to make sure that you have your human design chart near you so that you can reference the information as I'm going through it. So if you've never pulled it, you can either Google human design chart or body graph, or you can go to javianarchive.com or mybodygraph.com. I'll again link that in the show notes and all you need is your birth time, your birth date, of course, and the place you were born um, in order to pull an accurate chart. And what I will say is that if you are in a foreign country or you were born in a foreign country and or you're born in a small town and, and your uh, your town is not coming up, try to find the closest the closest town to where you were born. Um, and also, I want you to watch out for the military time um, in your birth chart because uh, when you're pulling your chart, because uh, most of the most of the um, softwares use military time. So if you were born after 12 p.m., you know, 1 p.m. Uh, becomes 1300. So just be careful of that. Um, so now let's just go ahead and dive in. So I'm going to go through and discuss each type and strategy and the strategy that belongs to that type um, and also go through the authorities that go with these types. Um, as some authorities are specific to the certain energy types. So we're going to start with uh, generators and manifesting generators, like I said. And again, manifesting generators are generators just with the extra, I call it like razzle dazzle, um, meaning that they have, there's a reason why they have the manifesting part, which I'll explain a little bit later. So first starting with the type or your aura. So it's defined as an invisible energy field that surrounds you, extending about six feet in every direction. So this aura has a frequency that helps to communicate who you are to others and governs the way we impact or connect with others. So starting with just generators. Um, well, actually, this is for both. So basic facts. So remember earlier I said that someone in your life is probably a generator or a manifesting generator. Well, that's because they make up. 70% of the world population with 35% being generator and 35% being manifesting generator roughly. So what makes you a generator or a manifesting generator is that you have a defined sacral center, which gives you sustainable energy. So what makes you just a generator is that you have no direct connection between any of the four motors to the throat center. Now, what makes you a manifesting generator is that you actually do have 
a connection between a motor and the and the throat, just like a manifester. Um, and so your aura is open and, and enveloping um, and it uh, and it has a consistently and it's consistently pulling life to you. So the key things I want you to remember is that you're designed to do work that you love. So just to give you kind of like a summary about a generator about generator is that you're known as the builder and you have sustainable energy and you're designed to do the work that you love In doing the work that you love. You turn your sacral motors, um, you turn on your sacral motors and you have a powerful source of energy at your disposal. If you do not do the right work and have the right expression of your life force energy, you can begin to feel what's called a, a key theme, which is frustrated. Oh, that's the not self theme. Sorry. So this frustration, however, is part of the generator process as it helps you to uh, as the energy of frustration helps you to understand what to respond to, which we'll talk about in a second. So summary for the manifesting generator is that you're known as the fast and efficient builder. Um, You are you have aspects of your in of your personality that match both the manifester and the generator. You are designed to do multiple things at once. And the manifesting generator is uniquely capable of getting more done than most people. And they can sustain this pace over a long period of time. And so manifesting generators should try on ideas uh, in their imagination first and visualize the outcome. And then you must wait for it before taking action. So now going on, moving on to strategy. So a strategy is the correct way to approach and navigate life. It's defined by your type, no matter what authority you have. So, um, so again, the strategy for generators and manifesting generators is wait to respond. So you are designed to wait until something comes towards you so that your sacral can either fully embrace it or remain close to it. We live in a world where people are always just telling you, right, to just go out and do it, make it happen. Right. Um, and you can feel pressure to initiate. So the power for you is not in the initiation, but in the follow through that comes after it. So the key is developing the patience to allow things to come to you and responding by building that thing when the time is right. So the manifesting generator strategy is the same, but there's an added again, razzle dazzle, which is called, which is then you inform. So the difference uh, again is the informing part after you have, after you have something to respond to, uh, a vision board uh, could be good here, right? With the whole visualization, you're visualizing the outcome. So vision boards work really well for manifesting generators, right? Really make sure that uh, is something that you want to respond to. Once you've imagined how it would look, process it again using your authority. Uh, it can, uh, if it does feel right, inform before taking action. And then, you know, once you've done the informing, take action on it if it, again, feels right for you. So now, what does all of that information look like in your business. So that's seeing a need from, from your audience and creating a program in response to this need only after your community members say that they're interested in it. It's scrolling through social media and seeing something that you don't agree with and then creating a post about an, in response to it about why you don't agree with this thing. And it's really sharing uh, what you love with your audience so that uh, you can present just how magnetic you are. Now, and that's that's for a generator. But to go further for a manifesting generator, um, again, because they are very multi-passionate or you are multi-passionate um, and you may hear from most people focus on one thing, focus on one thing, focus on one thing. Right. But as a manifesting generator, 
you don't have to necessarily do that unless you want to. So I'm going to use an example of someone who I've purchased from, who I follow. Her name is Lizzie Goddard. Um, and she has what you call a profitable, a profitable playground where she builds a lot of e-courses around like many topics that she's passionate about. And so I'm not sure if she's, if she's a manifesting generator um, because I haven't actually ran her chart, but she definitely feels like she definitely seems like one. Right. She asks her audience, uh, you know, she has things that she's passionate about. She asks her audience. Um, I am I have purchased from her. So I am in her, uh, you know, her group that she keeps of all her students and she'll get in on do a post and say, hey, uh, I have this idea for this thing. Is that something that you guys would want or what do you think? Right. And then people respond. And then she depending on how she feels, if, if it's a, just an idea or if she really wants to create it, uh, she goes and that's exactly what she does. Um, and she has so many different e-courses that are around things that she's very passionate about. Now, moving on to authority. Right. Your authority is the tool that you use to make decisions. They are center based or inner authorities and process based, which are outer authorities. And so um, the generators and manifesting generators have center based authorities. So there are two specific ones for generators. That's pure, you can be a pure generator if you're looking at your chart. That means that your sacral is your authority, or you're an emotional generator. Um, and that means that your emotional solar plexus is your authority. And this goes for both manifesting generator and generator. So if you're a pure generator, um, it means that your again your sacral center is activated at all times. There is no additional energy influencing your sacral, so your sacral response in the moment is the correct authority for you at any given moment. So, when you are asked to commit your energy to an activity or relationship or something of that nature, the sacral voice will say either "uh huh," which means yes, or "uh uh," which means no. So, if there is a moment where you are asked a question. And your response is like, hmm, I'm not sure. The question should be asked later or in another way. So your sacral authority allows for truth in the moment. It will help you to know what is correct for you and, and what your boundaries are and what you currently have energy to, to support and engage with. Now, if you are an emotional generator or manifesting generator, your experience, you experience an emotional wave that need to calm before you make a decision. So a good mantra for you to keep in mind is there is no truth in the now. So sleeping on your decision will allow truth to reveal itself in fullness and will emerge eventually with a sense of clarity. So what does that look like, right? Because your sacral still does still fire, right? You still get a uh-huh, uh-uh, whether you're an emotion, uh, uh, even with you being an emotional authority. So what that means for you is that following your emotional wave reveals new perspectives on a decision or a situation at each point along the way. So again, the, the first response is going to come from your sacral, right? If, if most of the time it's actually correct, but waiting for clarity allows you to make sure that um, there is time to uncover all the important information that can make that you could have otherwise missed, right? Um, and sometimes the yes you receive from your sacral ends up being a no once you have time to see all the information and the details that only waiting is going to reveal. So what does that look like in your business? Using all of the things you want to respond to in your business, look at that list, right? Like you want to do this program, that program, you want to do a masterclass, all these different things. Look at that list and get quiet and listen to your body before making a decision about uh, what you like would like to 
actual art and what you want to get a response to in order to be able to implement, right? So if you're a pure generator, your sacros uh-huh or uh-uh will give you all the answers that you need. If you're an emotional generator, after your sacro gives you your first response, you will then have to wait out your emotional wave to make the final decision. Now, I will say um, that your emotional wave it depends. Uh, everyone's can be different. It can be three days. It could be months. It could be, you know, f- a few, a few hours, right? Everyone kind of experiences their emotional wave um, differently. And this goes for all types because emotional authorities is the number one. It's literally 50% of the world population are emotional authorities. Um, so and that includes myself as a projector, but you have to really, journal and and kind of figure out what that that uh what your emotional wave looks like just a little quick tip so you can use uh like for example you can use this strategy for creating programs deciding to work with a client evening deciding to work with a coach for your own personal development right this this is something that is not just for business for your life as well too but it's not just for certain things right this this is a strategy that you use for everything So that's it for part one of this episode. Um, In part two, we will discuss the other types um, that are often called non-energy types because uh, their sacral is not defined. And that's projector, manifester and reflector. Um, And like I said, I didn't want this episode to be too long. So that's why I made it two parts. And if you are interested in learning more about how to use human design to create the best 2022, right? We're coming up on the new year if you're listening to this in real time. Um, so if you want to learn how to, how to use human design to help you with this planning and for your life and your business, I am actually teaching in a free retreat called the best holiday season ever. Um, it's going to take place from December 3rd to the 5th, 2021. Um, and it is hosted by my mentor, Mia Moran. So if you are listening after this date, it's okay. I do believe that uh, the retreat will be available for you to purchase. Um, but you And I have the link below so you can check it out. Um, it'll be, oh, you can't say link below. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> so yeah, that's it for this episode. Um, thank you for listening and I will see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to the Mompreneur Mindset Podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you enjoyed listening to the show, I would love it if you could subscribe and rate or review the show. Your support means the world to me. Also, if you write a review and email it to me, you will be entered in to win a By Design Day of Boxer. Head to giannadiggs.com backslash podcast for more information.